right, Leonard Skinner, simple man that can only mean one thing on this program, and that is all things Bill O'Reilly. He claims he's simple. I, I take issue with that fact, but with that belief that he has, um, and all things O'Reilly, of course, are at BillOReilly.com. All right, Mr. O'Reilly, simple man, sir, we have two issues on the table. One is we have a 40-mile convoy from the Russian army as they now head into what will be the big, huge invasion and toppling of the government of Ukraine. That's what I believe their their goal is. They have munitions. They have fuel. They have manpower. Uh, they've got military might. And, and I don't think the Ukrainian people have the ability to fight back against this onslaught I believe is coming. I contend, simple man, hang on, stay with me here that Joe Biden's policies, economic policies and energy policies helped cause a lot of the problems that we're now watching unfold because Joe Biden last year imported 232 million barrels of oil from Russia. And by the way, a million from Iran, which we hadn't done since 1991 and over 600 million barrels of oil from OPEC. On, on any given day, even today, 670,000 barrels of oil are being shipped from Russia to the United States. The one item that would cause the most damage to Vladimir Putin, the one sanction, would have been on importation, exportation of, of energy and stopping it completely. Joe is beholden to the new Green Deal socialists that run his party. He couldn't do that. So his policies pushed Europe and NATO and our Western European allies into Putin's arms. And he's still importing oil and not putting on the sanction that would work. So he's keeping Putin and Russia rich. What say you? I don't know how the United States is paying for the oil, do you? Because we can't, we're not uh, doing business with any of their central banks. You know where that money's going? Probably crypto, probably. Well, if you look at if you look very closely, though, Bill, at the at the sanctions regarding the banks, there are certain exemptions and I'm sure those loopholes are being used. Yeah, it'd be good if we could find that out. So um, the Commerce Department should tell us who they're paying. So if Russian oil is on a tanker heading for the United States, we got to pay for that oil in advance, by the way. We don't pay. When it gets here, we pay in advance. They're contracts. So where's that money going? So that's number going, one. It's going into Putin's coffers is where it's going. Yeah, that's but a, we need to know how. That, right, that's fine. But but we're still importing right now today 670,000 barrels of oil a day. That's what Manchin said last night, the senator from West Virginia. Correct. And Biden did not mention it. So that tells me that there's sleight of hand going on, and that's not unusual because Biden does that all the time. One of his centerpieces is this is the biggest economy, the biggest growth of jobs ever in the history of America. Well, his baseline is April 2020. Um, 20. Yeah, April right. 2000 when everybody left the workplace because of COVID. That, yeah, that was in April of 2020. You're right. You're correct right. on that. Right. So, so that you know, that's a sleight of hand, the three card Monty. And by and the way, Bill, Bill most stuff. people didn't grow up in the streets in New York. They have no idea what three card Monty it, is. It, <laughs> it's like you bet. 
So Biden does this stuff all the time. He doesn't know what he's saying. I mean, he doesn't know what a three-card Monty or a shell game is. Um, but he just does it because they just write it down. But I don't know. Listen, Handy, I watched that thing last night. It was painful for me to watch it. I mean, it was painful. I, I can't tell you how many times I wanted to go up and walk the terror dog or anything just to, just to get away from it. Because uh, there were two things, and two things only I didn't know. One, he stopped the Russian planes over U.S. airspace, and the other, the Justice Department's going to track down some people who stole money from COVID. That's it. For an, an hour and two minutes, you tell me two things, and then I'm, I'm, we're already back to pay, pay your fair share at 400000 or less. I mean, you know, your head blows off here. And I think it's quite apparent now, and this is the big over um, thing, that number one, Biden is doing the right thing now with Russia. Okay, so he's basically saying you invaded NATO countries, it's going to be a shoot war. Everybody knows it, and that will happen. Goes into Poland and the Baltic states, there's going to be shooting. All right, so that's good. We've established that Putin knows. Number two, you're absolutely correct that the weakness of Obama first, where Joe Biden was vice president, remember, he took, all right, that... He annexed, uh, Ukra- he annexed Crimea, Crimea in 2014. And, and but, but by the way, George happened. W. Bush, Bush 43, that's when they took Georgia. Nothing happened to them, to Putin. So with Trump, and Trump told me this on the history tour, they had a deal, personal deal. You don't embarrass me, I won't embarrass you. That was, I'm, I'm breaking it down now. But Putin didn't want to mess with Trump because he knew that Trump was unpredictable. Let's use that word. But as soon as Biden got back in, he goes, hey, you know, look, Obama didn't do anything to me. I took this. Obama yelled at me for 90 minutes on the phone. I kind of just listened and, and nothing happened. So now I'm going to do this because nothing's going to happen. But now stuff is happening. And I, and I think all Americans, we can crush Putin if we continue our discipline. But you raise an, an excellent point. If we're still buying oil, the United States, from Putin, why? 672,000 barrels of oil a day. And why now, didn't he mention that? My, my contention, my question to you was a rather long question because I had to lay out the facts first. No. But the question was, the question is simple. I'll make yes. it simple for you. His policies, I contend, help cause this invasion because he pushed all of our Western European allies, our NATO allies, into Putin's arms. Yeah, because he's here. Nobody disputes that. Okay. Now he, anybody, now he's. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know he's, anybody he's, disputing that? Even on he, the crazy left yeah they kind of are bill they're, i mean the left wing the only democrat that has spoken out about this very key issue is joe manchin as but, you point out they don't say anything I've been but looking. now but now he's also funding this war bill because without the money from oil the one right. sanction that he should have put on putin that would have meant something that would have really caused damage to putin and would prevent him from being able to fund the war he didn't put on the table bill okay so, so he and is now keeping NATO, Putin rich. That's because the NATO allies didn't want it there right away. But that doesn't excuse Biden for still buying oil for the United States in our name. And remember, most people don't pay attention. So unless they're listening to you or me uh, or some other commentators, they don't know any of this. 
And that's what I object to most of all, because you would feel that the New York Times or Washington Post, these so-called legacy papers. Yeah, by the way, the next time you're like out there criticizing the media, say, you know, except for people like Hannity, where I, I actually learned something. You, I tell people <laughs> that you've been remarkably consistent. I have. For 25 years. Now, maybe that's because. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You nearly you nearly just blew yourself up. This yeah, could have been your last appearance on this show. This would have that would have broken the bond. It would have been over. Look, what people need to know about you, even if they hate you, is that you have been consistent from the time you began in 1996 about your analysis. What I object to in the media is the growing propaganda on all of it on television news, all of it. 100% of it, okay? And, you know, when you got guys running around saying, uh, Putin has a right to go into Ukraine because we confronted Khrushchev about uh, nukes in Cuba. And when you, when you have people saying that, and you have hosts and anchors just staring at the guy, we got a problem. But back to Putin and, and Biden. Don't you think, and this is my question to you, don't you think Putin's How, done? Wait, why, why would I allow you to question me allow on my own me? show? But I will, I'm going because to make the exception. But, go, but I, just, I just want you to know, I, you've got your own show. Yes. I, you, you gave me one interview. It, well, it was a non-cupcake interview, as you, you called it. You any time, Annie. You can come on the nose. Oh, I can't. Anytime. No, I need an invitation. I don't invite myself right, on I'll, shows. I'm a listen, busy man. I'd love to have you on for about half the show because we got stuff to kick around but but let me ask you a question now this is an important question okay don't you think putin's finished he's finished the, he's a villain for the the answer to that question is nobody knows ah. and he and and here's and here's why he is an authoritarian he is a dictator he is a thug and he will kill people, even people in his inner circle. Okay, let, so me, it, let me make my so, case. So my, what I, hang on, let me finish. Right. What I said on the air is if you invade an innocent country and you kill innocent men, women, and children, you forfeit your right to be a leader of any country. And then I urge people that in his inner circle to do the right thing and take and him them. out by dump any them. means necessary. Okay, but he's done just like saddam when saddam invaded kuwait it hey. was over it was Let's over for it could be it, i hope it is i, well, I hope look, so but look, you can't say with certainty i can putin you cannot never be invited to any g7 conference he's never going to be welcomed into any kind of western confab he's ruined the russian economy that's not going to snap back the ruble is now worth a penny so if you got rubles stashed in your um, drawer, They're, count them up. They're worth a cent. Today is the third straight day that stocks did it not It is possible, but here's the problem, Bill. He takes care of the military. That's military true. are hey, so so the people that are doing his bidding. They are treated very, very well. Yes. The oligarchs are billionaires. They are treated can't very go well. Or spend any money. But the so reality is, look, anywhere. Bill, you say this and you say it with great passion, but the world very quickly forgot about the annexation of They'll Crimea. The world very this, quickly Andy. forgot about what happened in Georgia. You'll never and forget about this. It's I hope big. not. It's The pictures are too big. The convoy, once it gets into Kiev, you're going to see dead children and women. You're going to see weeping. You're going to see millions of refugees. Okay, now I have a question for you. Go ahead. So 
why we have this convoy sitting there. We have satellite imagery, and we see the they're, they're marching to Kiev, a convoy of 40 miles. Yes. Now, we have the ability, NATO has the ability, every European nation has the ability to take out the entire Mother Russian convoy. And you know what they're not doing, Bill? They're not willing to take it out. No, because they don't want a nuke war. Oh, okay, so he's going to hold the new. He's going to yeah. hold the world hostage. Absolutely. And remind us every day that he has nuclear weapons. If he uh, didn't does he have nuclear weapons, that would happen. But the fear in Europe, more than the United States, but there is fear here, is that if you use military action against Russia now that he's going to send his hordes into Eastern Europe, and it's World War III with 20 million dead. Well, let that me ask you let me fear. let me ask you this question, and that is a frightening but yet possible scenario. You know about the Budapest Agreement, correct? Yes. Okay, so 1991, Ukraine secedes from the former Soviet Union, and they are an independent country. They were the third largest. They had the third largest nuclear arsenal in the world at the time. And they gave them up. So they gave them up yep. with the promise from Russia, right. the United States, and the UK that this kind of thing would never happen. Never happen. So the only the only lesson you can take out of that bill is if you have nukes, never give them up. Well, maybe that's correct. But NATO now is drawing the line. There will be a shoot war. If Putin goes into really? any of the other countries, are you one hundred percent? Are you one hundred percent confident that's true? Let's talk if about Biden Estonia, did, Lithuania, Latvia. Yeah, if Biden didn't do that, there'll be articles of impeachment drawn up the next day. Okay, right? you're sure you're sure that NATO would hold the line. I think my country. It, it, I think America would rise up in outrage against Biden. That soundbite that he said last well, what, night. Well, then why, why isn't anybody rising up with that outrage over Ukraine, Bill? Because they it, don't feel it's the uh, truth is, the brutal truth is, Americans do not feel that defending Ukraine is worth World okay. War III. But, they'll, but they feel differently about Estonia, Latvia, and yes, Lithuania? because that's NATO. Oh, so just because they're not they're members wrong. of NATO, they can commit every war crime atrocity and get away with it. I don't think they're going to get away with it. Russia, as I said, I think Putin is done. But look, would you? I pray to God you you're right. On Hannity, would you, if you were president, start a shooting war with Russia over Ukraine? Yes or no? Um, how I would do it is very simple. I would number one. I would end all. I would ratchet up energy production in this country at a level we've never had, and yes, I would supply right. the energy needs of our neighbors. The next thing I would do, Bill, is called covert operations, plausible deniability, and somehow, some way, something happens, and we our fingerprints aren't on it. Yep. That's how I would do it. Okay. I'm all right. With you. All right, man. Appreciate it. All right. things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. There was no way this weekend, and I knew this going in, that Joe Biden was going to leave Delaware because he had to spend the entire weekend practicing his little speech that he gave last night. Um, for him, it's the best you're going to get. It just is. He's a cognitive mess. Everybody knows it. He's frail. He's weak. And sadly, not only do the American people now know it, they're now saying it publicly. We were out front of that on that issue as well. Um, but sadly, our enemies know it. Enemies like Putin, countries like Russia, enemies like China, 
and President Xi and Kim Jong-un and North Korea and the mullahs in Iran. They all know it. And that's why I don't think Ukraine is going to be the end of 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 this period in history where territorial ambitions uh, play out on the world stage. I think probably the next shoe to drop after Ukraine falls, and I think they will fall, unfortunately. And I, again, I pray that I'm wrong. But I think the next shoe to drop will probably be Taiwan. And I don't think the world will do a thing. But there were, of course, the usual Biden gaffes, you know, like, for example, when he mistakenly talked about the Iranian people rather than the Ukrainian people. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. As Sherrod Brown says, it's time to bury the label Rust Belt. It's time to see the, the what used to be called the Rust Belt become the, 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 the home of, of, of a significant resurgence of manufacturing. We won't stop. <clears throat> because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. And may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. I mean, it wasn't as bad as it has been. You know, okay, Iranian people instead of Ukrainian people. He referred to a pound of Ukrainian people. I don't know what the hell that was. In his prepared text, he said a pound, pound for pound. The Ukrainians were fighting pound for pound with every inch of energy <laughs> it was pretty funny um it's sad but it's funny and then he struggled over his demand to end the t- the term rust belt he's you know called for an investigating the police instead of investing in the police by the way the left went bonkers when he said fund the police fund the police that is what we call in the business an election year conversion does he mean it <laughs> absolutely not uh, he stumbled, as you just heard, over his claim. You can't build a wall, you know, big enough to keep out a coronavirus. He said uh, a vaccine, the vaccine can stop the spread of the diseases. You can't build a wall high enough to keep out a uh, vaccine. <laughs> I know. The, why am I laughing? I shouldn't be laughing. I should be crying. Um, then he slurred his pronunciation of health premiums, uh, and he called them health programiums. You can't make it up. Biden refers to the uh, the ruble as the rubella, whatever he said there. He uh, referred to uh, infects uh, of climate change rather the effects of climate change. <laughs> I know. Why are you looking at me like I've, I'm, I'm losing my mind? Biden I'm surprised you haven't talked about Nancy yet. Oh, we're getting to that next. Biden, oh, Nancy. Biden struggled to talk about the number of, of corporations in America. And then in this weird, go get him. Like, it's sort of like Larry the Gable guy. Get her done. Go get him. I'm like, where did that come from at the end of Do the speech? Do not associate our friend, our dear friend Larry with this moron. <laughs> no, but that's actually his signature line. And I'm like, go get oh, him. I'm, I'm like, I'm f- get, get her done is, is get a her classic done. Larry the Cable guy moment. Don't get, get her done. Str- I got um, it, but. And, yeah, the viral video of Nancy, like, how do you describe It's like she stands up and she's like rubbing her hands together with this big smile on her face. Like it's Christmas morning and she's a child about to get her first present. 
I'm like, maybe that the was the fantasy. Was she was. She might have been in that fantasy. I mean, she would, definitely wasn't there. That's she for sure. Definitely was. She, she was not, not at the State of the Union the last night. At that moment, I agree with you. She looked uh, like she was on a merry-go-round. I don't know what was happening. Then Kamala Harris mouthing words that Biden keeps mixing <laughs> up. Not I'm Ukrainian. Like, no, Joe, she's like, not no, Iranian. Joe, Ukrainian. it's Ukrainian. It's not Iranian. It's Ukrainian. Wait, um, actually, did you see Nancy leaning over to Kamala? She kept trying to talk to Kamala, and at one point, Kamala looks at her like, listen, take it easy, Nancy. Like, she's one of those people who talks in the movie theater, you know? Right. She's like, we're in the middle of something right now. Classic. Um, I missed that part. Oh, classic. I had a hard time watching it. I really did. It was tough. Oh, it was very painful. Very, oh, very painful. So painful. Uh, all right, let's say hi to Rachel's in Michigan. Rachel, how are you? Glad you checked in. Uh, happy Wednesday. Oh, hello, Sean. It's an honor to, see, to speak with you. I'm such a huge fan. Thank um, you. Yes, good Lord, that was painful. It was just brutal to listen to. I he, I can't take it. <laughs> I just can't take it, it anymore. Was, it, was, it's, it's, it is brutal. It's, it's humiliating. It's embarrassing. It but it's also it, incredibly dangerous. It's just so disturbing that this enormous hoax, lie, fraud, I mean, continues. I, I, am, I am absolutely astonished every day. Yesterday, when you had Joe Concha on, and he had the comment about uh, what he, what Biden should do with the State of the Union speech yesterday, um, and he threw out the uh, Gerald Ford uh, State of the Union and the list of failure, 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 and not good, not good, not good. Um, I thought, yeah, well, uh, Mr. Biden has his lifetime career history of plagiarism so you know yeah absolutely that would be great but yes oh my my it was awful it was awful i only listened but i will probably make myself watch today because i'm just i'm uh totally interested in seeing the weirdness of nancy i've heard about it all day so far but i've been at work but no it's you gotta you gotta check that out linda maybe put it up on hannity.com so people can see it themselves Um, All right, thank you. I'm locked out of my social media accounts by my staff. They won't let me use them. Uh, All right, let's get to our busy uh, telephones. More people standing by. Um, Let's say hi to David and Charlotte. David, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Sean, I'm good. I hope you are, Linda. Um, My head is just exploding. I'm so frustrated. Yesterday you were talking about a defining moment, you know, in, in our history. I mean, there's no question about it. Uh, you know, Biden, I'm calling him Comrade Bidenov now because he's totally un-American in my opinion. Why aren't we stopping oil uh, sales from Russia? I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. What, what does it take to stop us from buying oil from Russia? What needs to happen? You know, it's funny because I've been saying it from day one and nobody else was talking about it that I know of. I'm sure Levin was talking about it. I'm sure a few talk radio hosts were talking about it. There weren't many people on TV talking about it. But I am making a very clear argument here because there's a direct there's a direct correlation. His policies on the economy and energy caused Europe and Western European countries and NATO countries right into the arms of Vladimir Putin. He also himself is importing 672,000 barrels of oil a day from Russia. Today we are we are importing that oil. And that is the one sanction 
that would have actually worked. And to be honest, Joe was also aiding and abetting in the war effort in this sense. All of this money, by not sanctioning the energy, is putting billions of dollars in Putin's pocket and funding his ability to invade a country like Ukraine. And that is madness to me. We have more energy, oil, gas resources than the Middle East and Russia combined. And we ought to, and and what he should have said, we ought to be producing this ourselves. He should have lifted every restriction that he put on the energy sector. And that means all exploration is on. All extraction goes to full force. Uh, We become energy independent and we supply the energy needs of our Western European allies. And Putin then will be isolated and shut down. His economy will die. And the net, net result of that is the Russian people will suffer and the likelihood that he gets taken out grows exponentially. That's why we need to do something. We need to win back the Senate, the House. That's why I call Biden now, Comrade Biden off. My grandparents were from Ukraine, from Poland. I thought we were we were over this kind of brutality, and it's it's not over. We're in big trouble. Thanks we are listening. in big trouble. I, I tell you what, my great fear is right now. When you have a forty mile long convoy. There's no good that's coming from this. They're going to invade the capital of Ukraine, Kiev, from all sides, and they're going to topple this government. It's over. And I'm interviewing all of these people from Ukraine, and all I can think in my head, this this very brave woman that's a, a member of parliament there, I've interviewed her twice now on TV, and I'm thinking in my head, I probably won't be able to interview this woman in a week. She's not gonna be alive. You know, this is they're going to take by any means necessary. They will do what Putin says to take over this country. And many, many innocent people will die. All these people that have been making these proclamations. Look how tough the Ukrainians are. And by the way, they have shown incredible heroism and bravery and courage. But this is this is beyond David and Goliath. They don't have a prayer going up against the military might that is, according to my latest projection, that is now coming in all the reinforcements about 18 miles out of the capital city. Belarus will also assist from the north, and it's going to be a massacre. There's a massacre in the making, and I don't think anybody's truly understanding how bad this is likely going to be, and that frightens me. Um, I don't think President Zelensky, if he stays on the battlefield, as he has been, and Putin's thugs, the mercenaries that he's hired to kill him, and apparently there's been two thwarted attempts already, and apparently some Russians that have a conscience and a soul actually tipped off the Ukrainian government where these people were and how they planned on taking out Zelensky. But I don't know how long that's going to stand. What we really need in this crisis, more than anything else, is a worldwide condemnation, and it's a simple new rule that if you invade an innocent, sovereign country and you kill innocent men, women, and children, you don't deserve to live. That's the bottom line. Well, Hannity, we have an executive order that prohibits assassination of foreign leaders. And I'm like, you cut the the head of the snake off and you kill the snake. And right now the snake is Vladimir Putin. He's killed those those young children. 
He's killed those innocent women. He's injured those innocent citizens. He's caused all of this. And unfortunately, you know, the people that provided the monies uh, to make this possible are are Western European countries, NATO countries, and yes, the United States. And this was the argument that Donald Trump was making when he confronted the head of NATO in 2018. He says, let me get this straight. We are paying massive amounts of money every year to protect you, our NATO allies. We're paying more than any other country. We're paying more than our fair share. We pay a higher percentage of GDP. And then these countries turn around and make multi, multi billion dollar deals with Putin and take Putin's energy. Explain that to me. And he he kept confronting this guy and the guy had no answer. And the reason he had no answer, because there is no good answer. And Trump saw this coming a mile away. Now, his relationship with Vladimir Putin was quite different than Vladimir Putin's relationship with Obama and Biden and with Biden now as president. And I don't think Putin has any respect for Joe Biden I think even his entire family syndicate is is likely compromised and the Bidens know it. And so we now find ourselves in a position where the alternative is some type of shooting war, which we I, I absolutely will not support because we didn't cause that problem. Joe Joe participated in, in the causes here, but I would su- support as many javelins as we can send over to the Ukrainians so they can fight back, as many Stinger missiles so they can fight back. And we must immediately sanction Russia with the one sanction that will matter, and that is stop his exportation of oil and energy right now. And then we've got to find other means to provide Europe with the with the energy that they're going to need to keep their economies afloat. Sad times, because this, this is now a very heavy lift. We They put themselves in a horrible position, a very vulnerable position. Anyway, 800-941-SHAWN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. 